Welcome to the Everything Healthy Podcast, where we talk about healthy habits of living to feel and perform your best. My name is Michelle Switzer, and I am a middle school health teacher ready to share my passion with you. Let's get after it. Hi there, and welcome to Healthy Habit, day number two. My question before we begin is, did you make your bed this morning? I hope that you did. And I hope that you make that a daily habit because I do think that it's something that can truly change your life just one minute at a time, one day at a time, if you just continue to implement that. So make that a habit now while you can. Our healthy habit day number two, our little habit that we have for you is declutter your life. It is estimated that 85% of Americans are overwhelmed by the clutter that they have in their life. And in fact, the average household has 7,000 items that they do not use and do not need. Have you ever had a project before that you just cannot start? Homework that you cannot do? Something, work that you cannot even start because the area around you is so distracting and you can't start it until you just clean. Until you're like, I can't do this until my laundry's done. I can't do this until all my clothes are picked up from my floor because you just can't concentrate. It causes you like this unconscious anxiety. We talked a little bit about that with making our bed, but it's true also for when we have a cluttered life. Imagine for a minute that you have a room that has a whole bunch of clutter on the ground. Well, every time you have something that's out of place, your brain says has to make a decision. And every time it sees something that's out of place, it's, it makes this decision in your mind, do I put that back where it should go or do I leave it where it is? And every time your brain has to make a decision, it uses energy. So imagine if things are out of place and out of sorts, the amount of fatigue that you cause your brain by the end of the day when all of these things are out of sorts. And that's exactly what can happen. Clutter holds us hostage from the things that we can actually accomplish and do in our life. Um, When I was growing up, I had felt as though I truly needed to hold on to things. And I don't really know why. I kind of had this idea of maybe one day I might need it. And I truly think maybe like, Maybe I thought that my family was, you know, didn't have a lot of money and that we needed to hold on to these things just in case something were to happen. Um, And so I, you know, anytime there was free things, anytime, you know, someone were to give me something, I was like, well, I'm going to be the smart person and I am going to keep this just in case I might need it. And so I continued to do that throughout my whole life. And it wasn't until I got into college and even after college that I had accumulated all this stuff. And I remember bringing stuff to my dorm, back from my dorm, and I'm like, man, where am I gonna put all this stuff? How is it gonna fit in one room? You might think to yourself, well, like, how does that happen? Sometimes I think it can be a belief for for ourselves, just kind of like what I was talking about. Sometimes I think um, we just kind of accept it. We say to ourselves, well, this is how it is. Like. I guess this is just what I do. I, I, you know, this is me and this is the life I'm living. So there we go. It could be that we make excuses for ourselves. We might say, listen, I'm too busy. I've got too much on my plate. I don't have time to organize these things. I don't have time to get rid of stuff. It's just the way it is. Like I don't have time to sort through things. Well, but in actuality, it's actually get making us take up more time when we don't organize things. I mean, think about it. When you're sitting rummaging through a drawer trying to find something and it's taking you 20 minutes when you should have left 20 minutes ago, 
you know, it's it's taking up more time. It's impeding into everyday life. So you really don't have that time afforded to be able to use. So it's actually taking up more time if you don't make this a priority. And then lastly, sometimes I believe that we just haven't, like we realize, okay, well the clutter really hasn't up-leveled my life. It hasn't changed it in any way. So like, why should I change? So like my goal here is to kind of get you to change so that, and convince you of why it's important so that we can move forward and you can have a clutter-free life and, and just mentally be more ready to take on the day. And when things get back to normal, you're gonna feel so much more in control. You're gonna feel so much more at peace and so much more focused on what you should focus on. So what must we do? First and foremost, we must accept responsibility that this is something that's important and hopefully I can convince you why. (laughs) Next thing that we need to do is that we need to accept that living in clutter truly isn't okay. It's not okay for our mindset. It's not okay for the people around us. Um, It's not really good for our mind. And then lastly, we gotta understand why it's not okay. So that's what we're gonna talk about. And first of all, let me just say that clutter and organization are two separate things. What I want you to think about for a second is going into a Disney store or going into like a store like Forever 21, okay? You walk into a Disney store, you walk into Forever 21, well, things are very organized, like everything has a place. If you were to ask somebody to find something for you, they could they could find it for you, but there is just so much stuff everywhere that you walk in and it's like overwhelming. Where do you begin? There's so much stuff everywhere. The racks are full, they're busting at the seams, you know, all these things. And it's like, yeah, it's very organized, but there's just so much stuff. And the same thing with the Disney store. And then there are other stores that you might walk in and it's very peaceful, it's very serene. There are like three inches between hangers and usually the clothes are a little bit more expensive in these stores because they're more valued and everything just seems to kind of be a little bit more peaceful and they really value each and every product that they have. And so when you see that organization, yeah, you can be organized but still have a lot of stuff. So they're they're two separate things, okay? Um, decluttering is when we have everything has a place everything has a home it feels peaceful imagine that you were like to go into a house that you were about to buy so you're going into this house and you're being shown it from a realtor and everything and you're walking in and everything's pristine it has a place there's lots of space not a whole lot of furniture and you just imagine wouldn't it be awesome to live in this space I could imagine myself being like in this magazine. I mean, you look at the magazines, right? Same thing. You're like, ah, if only my house looked like that. If only my room looked like that. If only I had a, you know, then it, then I would be amazing. Then it would be peaceful. Then I would feel like calm. It'd be big, spacious, perfect. Well, that's kind of what they want. They want you to feel that way so you buy the house. And then all of a sudden you buy the house, right? You move into whatever that space is. You get the thing that you wanted and you kind of add more stuff, more stuff, more stuff. And before you know it, you run out of space and you, you get a lot more cluttered and things aren't as maybe picture perfect as they looked when you bought the house or when you looked in the magazine or when before all of that happened. And so we have time right now. We're gonna like think about, okay, What can we do? How can we tackle this whole situation? And let's dedicate a week to decluttering. That's what I'm gonna have you do, okay? 
one week, you're gonna focus on decluttering. We have the time right now, you are quarantined. You can dedicate like a little bit of time each day for this. And I want you guys to like show me your photos, post them up, um, or explain to me like what you've been doing. Like I wanna kind of hear your stories because I think this is kind of cool if we all do it. Um, so first and foremost, before we go through this, I want you to think about what do you want your space to look like? Maybe it's your bedroom, maybe it's a room, maybe it's a whole bunch of different rooms. Like what do you want it to look like? Everything should have a place where it belongs, okay? So like your hairbrush goes in this spot. Your, um, I'm trying to think, deodorant goes in this spot. Your, your hand lotion goes here. Like everything needs a spot and a space. It's not like a drawer with a, a junk drawer with a million things stacked up, up, stacked up into it. That should not be the goal. So what I want you to do is look on Pinterest, Google some images of organization and things that you would like your room to look like, a layout. Um, how it can function to the best of its ability because every room is different. So that's what I want you to do first and foremost is kind of to get like this visual and hopefully that can inspire you to get started. So that is number one. Now, now we actually have to declutter. Once you kind of have this vision, we're gonna tackle the work, which is decluttering. Um, there's this wonderful book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up and I absolutely love it. Um, I actually would show you what the book looks like, but I lent it to a friend so that she could read it and she never gave it back. So I don't have to, it to show you, but it's by Marie Kondo and you may know her because she also has some organizational Netflix series, I believe. So bonus points if you go, I mean, no points really, but um, if you go and watch her Netflix series, um, you'll be able to see some of the things that she does to help people organize. But really, I think the best thing for you to do is to read the book if you can. If you don't have access to it, there's always the Audible version. Um, you know, I know things aren't open right now and I know money is tight, so totally understand. But I'm gonna go through, to the best of my ability, the way that she does things, because I think it's like magic. It truly is magic and it works. So um, she talks a lot about being thankful for the things that you own and appreciative. And she talks about um, things sparking joy. Okay, so I know this is kind of like woo woo a little bit, but stay with me here. So everything that you own should be something that has purpose, okay? It should be something that like gives you something in life. And if something no longer serves that purpose, you know, thank it, like be appreciative that it did that. And then we need to do something with it. Maybe we need to give it away. Maybe we need to donate it. Maybe we need to throw it out. Okay, so be thankful first and foremost for the things that you have. Understand things do not define you. I think sometimes we get into this rut where we're like, the more we have, the more we're worth. If I have this many um, sneakers or if I have this much, you know, I don't know, whatever you, headphones, I don't know, whatever you want, um, that maybe this makes me a little bit more valuable, maybe it makes me more attractive, appealing, but that's really not the case. Like what you have doesn't define you. Um, so oftentimes you stay stuck when you hold on to the junk that you no longer need. You stay stuck in kind of like this rut. So you wanna be able to get rid of the things that are holding you back. So what do we do? First and foremost, we're gonna start with clothing. Okay, there's five categories that Marie Kondo talks about. And she really talks about making sure that you touch literally every single thing that you own and say, okay, does this is this something that can be useful that will bring me happiness and joy? Or is it something 
no, that's not really serving a purpose anymore. The first thing to start with are clothes. What I'd like you to do, if you're gonna follow this method of decluttering, is take all of your clothing and put it on your bed. We're talking tops, pants, bathing suits, literally everything, shoes, every, well, maybe you don't wanna put your shoes on the bed, maybe like next to the bed, everything on your bed. And you're gonna have three piles that you're gonna divvy these things up into. You're gonna literally pick up every single thing and you're gonna say, is this a yes pile? Is this the maybe pile or is this the no pile? And if it's the no pile, kind of have that like donated places or does, is it just, does it have a hole in it? So I need to throw it out, right? This is no longer in good use and good condition to be able to donate. And also I want you guys to think about like, do not give it to like your BFF, right? Or to a friend, a lot of your things, because a lot of people have um, the same tendencies of like, if you're trying to declutter and you just give it to your friend, well, you're, <laughs> you're giving them the same problem that you had. So don't be that mean friend, just donate it maybe to Goodwill or something. Somebody who might need it can buy it. But if you're just giving it to somebody who doesn't need it, okay, I understand like, okay, if they need a microwave and you got a microwave, like sure, give them the microwave. But if it's something that they didn't ask for, they don't need, and you're just like, hey, you want my old Nike hoodies? Well, then it's just promoting the problem for them. So like kind of be aware of that too while you're doing this. So like try to just keep it to a donate pile and a no pile. So we got our piles, right? You're literally gonna try to keep your no pile as big as you can, your maybe pile as little as you can, and then your yes pile as little as you can, okay? Um, and don't, you know, please make sure that you double check with your parents that they approve of all this. I'm not saying to get rid of everything you own, okay? Like this is something you do wanna make sure that they're okay with, but everything you pick up, okay, is this something that I still wear? If it's not something you've worn in the last two years, it's in the no pile, guys, okay? If it's not something you've worn even in the six, in six months, okay, maybe like we'll say a year since we're in Buffalo and six months ago, it probably wasn't this summer, <laughs> you know? So if you haven't worn it in a year, it's probably in the no pile. Is it something you've outgrown? If you don't know, try it on. Take the time to do it now. You have the time. If it And try to keep the maybe pile at a minimum, because I know you, I know you, you're gonna say, oh, I don't know, I might need it this one time. I used to be like that. I was like, oh, I need to keep this one dress because if I ever go to like a 70s disco themed party, I might need this. Or if we have a day where it's a spirit day and I might possibly need that, I need to keep this. This is, this is real life. Well, then all of a sudden that day comes, you forget about it. And um, so my suggestion to you is just to put that in the no pile. If it's something where like, oh, if you're kind of like back and forth, really try to get as much to the no pile as you possibly can. Remember, a lot of the things you've used have served its purpose. And I will say this, this is so, this is so important. It is said that we wear 80%, or I'm sorry, we, hold up, we wear 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time. And that's so true. We're creatures of habit. We like to wear the things that we feel good in. And so we wear those things 80% of the time, but it's really only 20% of our, our wardrobe. So be honest with yourself. Is this something that you're truly wearing and you truly find purpose in wearing? If it is, it's in the yes pile because you joy, yes. If you, if you're like, oh, when you pick this up, you're like, yes, like I, this is my must. This is like an, this is an essential that goes in the yes pile. If it's something where you pick it up and you're like, mm, I don't know, you know, probably leaning towards no. Very few things go in the maybe pile. Once you're done with both of those, all three of those piles, you are then focused on the maybe pile and then that's it. 
Okay, once you're done with that, you're done with your clothing method. Okay, next category. So that's the first category, clothes. It's a big one. It's a really big one, <laughs> but it's an important one. I think clothes are the, the biggest thing that is contributing to clutter. I mean, walking into a room, you see clothes everywhere on the ground and it's like every day, right? So this can be a huge thing to help with clutter. Now, I will also encourage you um, when you go back to put the clothes back, maybe you put them back into your closet, you put them back into a drawer. There's a specific folding method that she does that's really awesome so that you can see literally all of your pants, all of your t-shirts so that they're not stacked up and you can't see them. She has like a certain way of putting them in her drawer so that you can see all of them and all of your options. So it's really easy for you to make a decision in the morning um, and get that going. So. I, you really want to make sure that you either read the book or look it up on YouTube. I'm sure it's on there and it will show you how to do that in the correct way and really try to get your closet to have space between the hangers. I know that's way easier said than done, but when you have that, you feel way better about the things you have and you, you almost value your clothes better too. And you treat them better because you have less and you can see them all. All right, next thing, number two. The next section that we're gonna tackle are books, okay? Now here's the thing. You might have a lot of books, you might have not a lot of books, but you put all of your books on the bed. Again, we have to touch every single book and put it in one of these three piles. Donate, slash no, maybe, or yes. And remember, the ones that should be in the yes pile are like your Hall of Fame books. These are books that like you've read, you cherish, you go back to. If you've read a book and you really haven't even thought about it since you read it, it probably should be in the no pile. We wanna keep the maybes to as little as possible, okay? So that is that. Papers. Papers is our third category. Papers, category number three. I had a big problem with this growing up. Um, you know, digital things weren't really a huge, when I was growing up, digital wasn't like big. So I always used to keep binders from my teachers. I kept them through college. I still have some that I probably shouldn't be throwing out. This is one that's really difficult for me. Papers pretty much nowadays can probably be thrown out unless it's like a really important paper. And I, I want you to ask your parent, what is an important paper? Okay. Like Important receipts probably are something that you want to keep unless it was on your email, okay? Birth certificate, something you need to keep. Any like important document you want to make sure that you keep. But any other paperwork should really be something that gets thrown out. And I hate to say that because like I love to keep things, but truly I don't go back and look at things anymore because everything is truly digital now. And you probably experience that a lot too. So... And I'm not saying paper that you're currently using this year that you might need to study for an exam, keep that. But at the end of the year, once you're done with it, you know, throwing it out is okay. And if you really think like, oh, I might need this, take a picture of it, store it on a separate folder in your photos. I'm telling you that will be huge into keeping you organized. And if you're just unsure, snap a photo of it. So it takes the clutter away and you still have peace of mind. All right, next we have miscellaneous items. These are gonna be things like hobby types of items, okay, like crafts, those types of things, electronic to electronics, toys, stuffed animals, little knickknacks and things. All of those go on your bed and you got the three piles as well. Understand, is this something that you don't use anymore? Okay, if it's not something that you use anymore, you haven't really even thought about, it goes in the no category, guys. If it's something that brings you joy, it's in the yes category. Be careful of things that you collect. 
okay? Like that can be continuing to cause you to like hold on to items. You know, like, I mean, if you collect things and you're like, well, what am I gonna do with this? Maybe it's something that you don't really need. Um, so that might be something you put in the note. I'm telling you, once you start getting garbage bags of things, it's gonna feel awesome. You're gonna want more and more garbage garbage bags to like be put on the curb um, so that it's out of your life because you just feel free when you put a lot of these items um, away and you declutter your life. So really, once you get this going, especially with the clothes, you start to gain momentum and this becomes easier and easier and really helps your mindset. And again, if you're having trouble with your mindset, Go to the book. The book is amazing. I think the book really helped me understand why and how to get rid of things that I don't need. So if you're struggling with that, um, read snippets of the book. Read a summary of the book. Get the Audible book. If you don't have access to the book, read some or watch some YouTube videos on people who have done reviews on them that are free because I think that can help to motivate you. Last category, category number five, sentimental items. Now, this is another category you want to make sure with your parents that this is okay because I don't want you like having, you know, your grandmother's heirloom be thrown out. No, no, no. Um, so I, I do want you to make sure that you double check with this, but these are gonna be things like cards, letters, photo gifts, um, gifts from special people in your life, photos in general. Um, but, but when you guys decide this, I want you to really think about this. Is this something that is going to like, am I going to, is this going to erase my memory of this person or this event if I throw this sentimental piece out? You know, because sometimes that can help you. Like, no, probably not. Will it, will it be something I can take a picture of and store somewhere so that I remember? Um, one thing that I had to do um, when I was going through this whole process is I had all these trophies because I played sports all of my youth and I was carrying around these like bins of trophies and I'm like, what am I going to do with these trophies? I'm not going to, you know, display them anywhere. So what am I going to do? Like, I know that I need to get rid of these. And so I was like, well, but you know, do I ever want to look back at them? So what I ended up doing was I ended up taking off the little name plates that talked about what award it was and I put them in this tiny little box so that if I need it or if I ever want to look back at it, I have the box, but then I'm thinking to myself, do I even need the box, you know? So I actually, I mean, I have that if I need it, but I got rid of all the trophies. I maybe kept a couple that were really special to me, but the rest of them I really realized I didn't need. They weren't something that was super significant. They're not something that define me as a person and they're not something that I'm going to hold, you know, super close to me. So remember that a lot of the burdens that you keep can also be burdens for other people um, later on in life. And so, you know, if you end up moving in with a roommate or you, you know, with a dorm mate, like the more clutter you have around you will also impact them because it's clutter around them. So the more that you can eliminate some of these things, it can help you to have peace of mind now and establish those good habits for later. And remember, after you're done with all of this, so we had our clothing, we had our books, we had papers, we had miscellaneous items, and then lastly, we had sentimental items. When you're done with all of this, everything should go back into its specific home. Remember that vision that you had at the very beginning before we did any of this decluttering. You wanna try to keep things and keep the habits this way. Now, I know today's video is pretty long, 
and you might be like, oh, this is a lot of stuff to digest. So I'm not gonna talk about maintaining those habits until later on, maybe a week from now, we'll go to that as part of our healthy habit of the day. But I wanted to get you going on this because I know you have time to be able to declutter. So we'll talk about habits to instill that in a later habit, um, but do remember your vision and understand that everything after you use something these things need to go back into their home. So after you brush your hair, it needs to go back into its home. After you, you know, use your deodorant, it goes back into your its home. Every, after you use your hand lotion, it goes back to its home. All of those things. All right. So let me know how this went for you. Um, if you if you think you can tackle it, if you don't think you can tackle it, um, if you're having a tough time with it, let me know. Um, talk to me about this. It'll be interesting to hear what you have to say. Um, use the time that you have now to like mentally get yourself prepared for and, and instill good habits for when we have less time in the future. It's the time now that like we, I feel like we're all kind of at a standstill that we can get the things in our lives together that we've wanted to and that we haven't been able to. And kind of give us this new perspective. So use this time to your advantage and let me know how it goes. All right, guys, have a great day.